This is WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Hi, this is Bonnie Quirk with Lake County Right to Life with a lot of information that is crucial to the pro-life movement in Illinois and across our nation, but especially we're going to concentrate on prayer with my two guests, and we are going to concentrate on what is happening as of today in the pro-life movement. I will introduce my first guest, which is Mary Kate Kaur, and she is the executive director of Illinois Right to Life. And Mary Kate, welcome. Thanks, Bonnie. Thank you very much. So my name is Mary Kate. I'm, as Bonnie said, the executive director of Illinois Right to Life as of about a year this next month, I guess. Bonnie mentioned that today we're talking about prayer and we're also talking about what's happening in the state of Illinois um, and what brought myself and Bonnie and our other friend who's here with us today, David, together was a campaign called Pray for Illinois that we plan to tell you about today. And it's sort of a call to action about some bills that were introduced to the state legislature this week. Um, and it's an, a campaign that we hope will engage people all over the state. So, Great, great. And my other guest is David Avignoni, who is with a group called Ice Pack. And could you explain what the ice means, David, and introduce yourself? Yeah, ice means we need to freeze what's going on here in <laughs> Illinois, right? <laughs> this, uh, well, Illinois, it is, it's, it's called Illinois Citizens for Ethics, ICE for short. We are a political action committee focused on Springfield and transforming that, turning it pro-life as, as hard as it as as hard as that might uh, you might uh, think that is, uh, we're doing it, uh, and we will. We're we're doing it one step at a time. You know, our ultimately our focus is is uh, changing policy and changing state legislators one district at a at a time. So I'm very excited to to head this up and and make some change going forward. Well, great, great, and I'm sure you will do that. Mary Kate, could you talk a little bit about uh, what brought David and myself and you together, along with another gal who couldn't make it today, Madeline McNicholas from Joliet, uh, and to this whole idea of Pray for Illinois. What, what, what specifically are we doing and why? Sure. So Pray for Illinois is a 54-day rosary novena campaign that we started just a couple weeks ago. The novena itself began Saturday, uh, February 9th. So we're, we're into the novena, but every day at 8 p.m. on Facebook Live, on Instagram Live, and also on a conference line that we have, we say the the rosary um, and the intention is to pray for a miracle pertaining to the moral direction of the state of Illinois so how this came about is actually back in November when the uh, nativity scene was erected in the state capitol as it is every year the you know a satanic group essentially from Springfield decided to respond by erecting a satanic statue in the state capitol rotunda so I don't a lot of people don't actually know that through advent this year the Illinois state capitol had a satanic statue uh, smack dab in the center while we were preparing to receive Jesus um, to receive to receive Christ into the world and so uh, Bonnie called me that you know a couple weeks after and said what are we going to do about this and 
I had had on my heart this idea of doing a 54-day rosary for the state of Illinois for a while um, at that point. I did a 54-day rosary novena leading up to accepting this job that I have now with Illinois Right to Life. And it was very clear to me when it all came about that that was a very clear answer and response to that prayer. And I, I believe in the rosary. I believe in this novena, this miracle novena. And uh, it felt like the response that made the most sense. So we started this novena on February 9th. Um, and David and Madeline joined us, joined our efforts to make this happen. It's been amazing so far. I mean, we have people that join us every day on Facebook. You can find our Facebook page. It's Pray for Illinois, and it's a bright orange logo. Um, you'll see it right away. So we have people that join us every day at 8 p.m., um, and we hope to continue moving forward. We're going to end the novena on April 3rd, which is a, a pro-life lobby day in the state capitol, and we will say the final novena at noon that day. And we hope that there's a lot of people that will join us. We hope that this movement grows as it continues. Well, I think, David, might you explain Catholic teaching that it isn't just prayer, although prayer is primary, but it's aura and labora. It is prayer and work. So um, why do you think we should have a lobby day in Springfield? And why do you think that uh, the uh, end of our, our Pray for Illinois Rosary Novena should end on that day. What do we expect? Well, I think uh, prayer always leads us to action. Um, you know, Springfield, the Lobby Day, is, is as great as that is of, of uh, you know, going down there and meeting legislators, it may not get legislators to, to change the way that they behave when they vote right we hope that it that's the case but we are called to be there no matter what you know as catholics we are called to do god's work and we have to leave everything else up to god so we just have to show up you know you do it you just do it you know david b right had a phrase um do it anyways you know, even when you think that nothing can be changed, nothing can be done, do it anyways. And that's that's what drove him to start 40 Days for Life. And look what that has has uh, done to the nation. And how many babies have been saved? How many abortion providers have changed their ways? One person named Abby Johnson, who, by the way, is coming out with a movie to change even more people so it's it's a domino effect it may only you may not even see it immediately but showing up there may change may change the heart of somebody another person that's actually showing up there or somebody who's walking by uh who might be moved and that person might be doing some might get involved and and change the world in a, in a different way but you just do it do it anyways so I agree totally, David. That's a great, great intro. And I would, I would turn to Mary Kate and say, uh, as we both are females, uh, the best way sometimes to get results is to go to the mother. So mm -hmm. the Rosary Novena, I think, puts Our Lady right where she should be interceding for her son. So Mary yeah. Kate, what are your thoughts about that? Oh, I have, a, I have a lot of thoughts about that. First of all, uh, you know, who is the devil most afraid of? 
the devil is most afraid of Mary. We know that. So what better person, um, you know, Fatima taught us this, what better person to introduce to the conversation, especially in Illinois, where Satan has made a very clear appearance. I mean, we, you know, we, we like to dismiss these things and say that, you know, people, they're, they're just being sarcastic, or they're just trying to get a rise out of us. But Satan is Satan, and it doesn't matter what the motivation is. He put himself in that capital rotunda, and and we need to respond. And I think Mary is the best person to do that for us. Um, you know, and especially when we talk about the, the pro-life issue and, and the abortion issue. My sister is a neonatal intensive care unit nurse, and she's also a fertility care practitioner. And I'm the oldest of three girls, and this is a something that our mom was passionate about. And so it's something that, you know, as a family of women, of course, our poor father is, you know, uh, (laughs) succumbed to a lot of maybe uncomfortable conversations for him. Nevertheless, as a family of women, we have a lot of conversations about what the, what abortion means for, for women specifically. And it's very clear I just was saying to somebody the other day, abortion is not just a political issue. This isn't a border wall. This isn't, you know, taxes. Abortion is a deeply spiritual issue. Abortion is Satan's attack on the woman. That's, you know, very, very clear, of course, on the unborn as well, but really on the woman. Uh, He's robbing woman of her ability to bring life into the world and really playing a, a psychological game along with it because how many women come out of abortions, you know, we, we, we believe every single one comes out of her abortion mentally and emotionally and spiritually damaged from that experience. And so this is really, you know, we call Mary down not only to battle Satan, but also to heal the hearts of women in the state of Illinois and to, uh, you know, bring women to a place of healing and understanding of themselves and who they are. I mean, how do we understand who we're called to be as women? Well, we understand by looking at Mary and looking at who she was as a woman. So I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons to call Mary down um, and, br- and bring her into this conversation. Absolutely. Well, I've always said that abortion is a spiritual battle. We fight it in the public square. Uh, again, I go back to the whole idea that people, we are at a tipping point right now, I believe. Uh, we have to, absolutely have to, not only pray, we have to work. So what do you think, David? What do you think will motivate people? Uh, it, we mentioned at the beginning of, the, of our show that there were some bills that were going to be introduced. And we've kind of known that we were going to have uh, perhaps some anti-life legislation introduced in Illinois, but um, we never thought that it would be as bad as what I hear it may be. So, David, could you talk sure. a little bit about that and, and tell us why it is important not only to pray but to work? Sure. Move over New York. Move over Nazi Germany. Yeah. You know, um, this, th- you know, it, it's almost becoming numb, you know, to what's going on in, in throughout the country. I mean, as bad as Illinois is going... It, it well as bad as Illinois will be it's bad already okay <laughs> so we're we're almost numb to the fact and this is a huge step forward that might actually wake some people up so I'm not saying that uh, this is this is a good piece of legislation and the the radical bills that are coming down here in Illinois but 
uh, the silver lining might be finally it might wake people up that have been sleep you know this whole time for 40 40 plus years uh since roe versus wade passed um we we have to we have to act and there's there's no room room for anything else you know um this bill will or these bills here in illinois specifically will allow more people the ability to kill more innocent babies and it's innocent babies we have to we have to think about it's not just a statistic it's a it's a baby that won't be able to wake up and and uh call for his mother it's not it won't you know there there's a baby that grows up into a boy won't be able to wake up and go go to school that morning these are individual human beings that are 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 killed before the chance to even even take a breath you know and it's it's like you have to you have to think about the one one baby don't think about the millions of babies think about one baby maybe maybe it's thinking about your baby or or your niece or your nephew or your you know your goddaughter godson that baby you know may not be here that individual person who had was made in the image and likeness of god you yes. know yes i think that's a very very important point that we are made in the image and likeness of God, and, uh, and we know that life begins at conception. We know that. Uh, that's a medical fact that can't be disputed. And over the 46 years that I've been involved in the Right to Life movement, I, I see a, a, a gradual shift and, and a, uh, almost a... a uh, inability to for most people to say it's not a baby they know it's a baby they know it's a baby which makes the woman have so much more guilt feelings than in the early days when they said it was a product of conception or it really wasn't much they know it's a baby it's undeniable i mean in even even Gerber Foods knows it's a baby. <laughs> and uh, I, I just think that the time for complacency or the time that it's somebody else's battle or the time that it's whatever is over in Illinois. If we don't take the steps to pray and work, uh, I don't know what will happen. Well, we will be responsible to Almighty God for not doing what we're called to do and that's for sure mary kate what do you what do you think how do you see things going well you know i think um i agree i agree with everything you're saying i think that when we talk about these bills um i i think you know we've we've uh, established in this conversation already that abortion is not just a political issue, right? So of course we have to act, we have to show up to pro-life lobby day, we have to call our legislators, but you know, it, we come back to this conversation about prayer. Abortion is a deeply spiritual battle. And to your point, Bonnie, people know that it's a baby. They know. And that's why this science argument, I would argue, and it's my opinion, so, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but that's why the science argument hasn't worked because they don't 
care. They don't care that the science says it's a baby. They want their choice. You know, we, we've made a, a we made we've made a god of choice at this point in this country. So that is that all the more reason we need to pray because pray is the on, prayer is the only weapon that we have at this point. I think truth truth falls on deaf ears to those who are not ready to hear it. And what opens our hearts to truth? I think that prayer um, and grace opens our hearts to truth, and prayer is how we get there. For sure. Well, you may not know this, but the 54-day Rosary Novena is very personal to me as well. And I have a strong strong story. While my mother was sick, when I was introduced to the Novena, my mother passed on the Assumption of Mary that same year, on the last day of the Novena. Um, I believe in prayer. That has to lead our cause. Uh, action com- will follow. Wow. We're going to take a short break right now. But we will be right back with information that you need to hear. Hi, this is John Wood, author of Ordinary Lives, Extraordinary Mission. And I just want to encourage everyone to support WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio. Uh, Catholic Radio does so many great things, spreads our faith. It's so needed in this time. And I want everybody to get on board. Uh, People's lives are being changed. It's a great avenue for evangelization. inspiring all of us to become the saints we were created to be. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. The Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is blessed with the opportunity to participate with WSFI Catholic Radio in the new evangelization. Holy Family is your local resource for books, CDs, and DVDs from Catholic Answers, Ignatius Press, and all of the other fine publishers featured on Catholic Radio. Holy Family also has the area's largest selection of baptism, communion, and confirmation gifts. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is located at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information is available on Facebook. Hi, welcome back. This is Bonnie Quirk with Lake County Right to Life, and I am here with two other very active pro-life friends, and we're here to tell you uh, about praying for Illinois and also the very urgent uh, need for you to become involved because we have some uh, legislation that has been introduced Uh, that is very, I would say, it it negates any, uh, a a parental, you know, this is a a family as well as abortion. These bills that we're going to discuss uh, really inroad into your family, whether you're a grandma, whether you're a mother, whether you're a single gal uh, or a single gentleman, uh, these bills will affect you. So, Mary Kate, can you tell us something about what happened today? 
I can. And Mary is with us because I just got a text while we were sitting here that's about the second bill. So we have two bills. The first is a parental notice repeal bill. Parental notice is the law that requires abortion clinics to notify a parent or guardian of a minor girl who goes into the clinic seeking an abortion. So the parental notice repeal is House Bill 2467. Uh, and w- there's a lot of issues with this. You know, they're saying that with the parental notice bill, the argument they're making is kids are talking to their parents anyway. We don't need a law to require this. And this endangers kids whose parents might be abusing them or might beat them up if they find out that they're pregnant. So we need to repeal this bill to protect minors from their parents, apparently. So, uh, but the reality about this bill is uh, is a couple of things. First of all, it protects minor girls who are being abused from being taken into an abortion clinic by their abusers. It also is a checkpoint for human trafficking. So we have, uh, you know, if you have a, an individual who's being trafficked, who's brought in to an abortion clinic by their traffickers, this is sort of a stopping point there. It stops that cycle. Uh, that we see. So that's just two of the ways, you know, and then of course the obvious is that we want young girls who find themselves in this situation to be talking to their parents about it. Uh, so so that's just, you know, a couple examples of why this bill is so important. This bill is very common sense. And even parents who are pro-choice people support this bill because it's legislation that is logical, right? I mean, kids can't get a surgical procedure without the permission and the knowledge of their parent. So why would we not want their parent to know if they're going to receive an abortion? It just makes sense. So that's the first one. The second one is the one that I just got a text about. And so get ready for this one. Uh, It's the pro-infanticide bill is what it's being called. It's House Bill 2495. And this bill does a couple of things. So I'm just going to read, forgive me for this, but So it repeals the largely enjoined Illinois abortion law of 1975, including the criminal penalties imposed on doctors who offer abortion care. So this is important for a couple of reasons. It's important because in the event that Roe versus Wade is overturned, uh, doctors will, it will not automatically be against the law in the state of Illinois to perform an abortion if they repeal this bill. Uh, And it also protects doctors who are performing third trimester abortions. They can't be, um, they cannot, uh, there won't be consequences for them for that. Uh, The second is it repeals the long blocked partial birth abortion bill, ban, I'm sorry. Um, So again, partial birth abortion, illegal in the state of Illinois, not anymore after this bill. Uh, it removes out-of-step regulations on health care clinics that provide abortions. This almost makes me laugh because what regulations are there on abortion clinics in the state of Illinois? There are none. There are zero. Let's be very clear. There is not a single Planned Parenthood in the state of Illinois that is licensed or inspected by the state. People need to know that, and people don't know that. And every time I say that, people look at me like, are you kidding? It's not, again, not common sense. This is extreme stuff. Uh, So then the fourth thing that this bill will do is that it will lift the disciplinary penalties that were adopted decades ago aimed at physicians who provide reproductive health care to women. So again, we're just protecting doctors who perform abortions in the event that Roe versus Wade is overturned. Um, And Both of these bills are a phase by the national abortion industry. So make no mistake that this is just another step in their strategy to protect their business in the event that Roe versus Wade is overturned. That is, they have been very clear about this. This is 
they have said this publicly. They intend to leverage Illinois. They know that they can pass legislation like this in Illinois. And we have to fight this. It is so important. We cannot do it without prayer. We cannot do it without action. Um, so we'll continue to update everyone uh, to update the public all of our organizations will on these bills as we hear about them so i mean find all of us on facebook find pray for illinois on facebook Pr find illinois right to life ice pack lake county right to life and follow all of us we'll all be posting and updating and mary mary kate i'm sorry to interrupt but uh w it's been proven that the media won't be on our side on this so they're gonna mm -hmm. they're gonna change the narrative or, or they may cover it but it's going to be covered in the way they want to cover it. They're going to use reproductive health, the words, you know, and phrases that, that the abortion industry loves to use. So they're going to parade those around. We, as Catholics in particular, need to be that media. We need to be the ones that are sending emails, that are talking to people, our friends and our family. We have to post on, on social media. You know, if you don't like using social media... Uh, sorry, but the, the pro-abortion side does love to use it. You need to use it and use it for good. It's important. And uh, we are the media. Oh, I agree, David. I agree, uh, Mary-Kate. And I would just say that the large number of people that I am in contact with have no idea that uh, if the Roe v. Wade, Doe v. Bolton, and we have to remember the companion bill to Roe, which defined health to mean anything you want it to mean to have an abortion. It could be a bad toenail or I just don't want a baby. It, it, it opened up the health of the mother is not health as you and I know it. So... Uh, the majority of people that I know don't realize that if Roe v. Wade is overturned by the Supreme Court, it comes back to the states. And this is why they are in a frenzy. They are in a frenzy to promote the, and I'll say it, the demonic practice of abortion and keep it legal in every state in the union that they can and particularly in Illinois. So people need to understand that, you know, Justice Kavanaugh was a great addition to the, to the U.S. Supreme Court, and perhaps they will take up a overturn of the Roe decision, but that does not mean abortion is going away or is back alley. It is right here in your home right here in Illinois, right here for you to either become active and say, I oppose this, or to stay complacent and quiet, and then you are, in actuality, I'm just going to say it as it is, you are with the other side. You can't stay quiet as people are being slaughtered. And we are talking about you know, Illinois has a what, a 26 or 24 week ban. But with health, that's eliminated. We have abortion on demand in Illinois. Uh, and this is just going to ingrain it more. So I'll turn it to David to tell you perhaps what he can do. And then I'll let Mary Kate maybe have the last word. And then we'll move on. And, and Bonnie, a lot of people listening live north of the border on on 
many people would say the the better side of the border, the green <laughs> grass. But <laughs> but you know, a bill like this affects them as well. Exactly. It affects women mm -hmm. in Wisconsin. It affects right. women in Iowa and Indiana and Michigan. Just like you said, Mary Kate, this allows sex traffickers the opportunity to to um, you know get rid of the baby. Well, I would add, David, real quickly. Before the parental notice bill of 19-whatever, uh, that wound its way for 11 years through the courts, it, it, before the parental notice bill, Illinois was the dumping ground for abortion. The other five states around us all have parental notice or consent laws. So young girls were coming over. That's what we'll go back to. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, David. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Don't be sorry, Bonnie. <laughs> this is your show. <laughs> <laughs> it so is. I'm not willing to be a dumping ground again. It no. is not it is not what anybody who is a Catholic or a Christian wants. Yeah. So Bonnie, a lot of people are leaving the state for for uh, many reasons, but no one ever wants to talk about the moral reasons. Mm -hmm. uh, but there are plenty of people and I know some who just want to get out of this mess, this moral mess. They just want to go live and not be, not have to have their taxes paid for abortions. They don't want to have to deal with abortion clinics right around the corner. With that said, if you're living here in Illinois, you must fight. You must stand up. And there are plenty of organizations out there that can assist in this process. You have to, you have to go meet with your state rep in the district office. You have to make phone calls, whatever it may be. Uh, people can go to our website at www.ice-pac.com, ice-pac.com. Uh, we can assist. Reach out to us, and we'll we'll help you with your state representative. Great. Awesome. Mary Kate? Yeah, I think David did a good job of closing it out. My only comment that I would add is a lot of Catholics nowadays, I think we hear, we hear about one side of the issue or the other side it's either the pro-life issue or it's you know the catholic social teaching and social justice and we hear about immigration and some of these other things i would argue abortion is at the core of catholic social teaching it really is um and i think that we need to end this this tension between these two sides and we need to come together and say if we're going to defend the sanctity of life for human beings that are immigrants or human beings that are uh, suffering because they don't have the right kind of health care or something like that. We need to begin with the human beings who are most vulnerable inside the womb. So, you know, to David's point, Illinois Right to Life will continue. We continue to keep everyone updated, and um, as will Pray for Illinois. Please join us in our Pray for Illinois campaign. Uh, again, it's a 54-day Rosary Novena campaign that will that started on February 9th and it ends on April 3rd. And we will say that final Rosary in the Capitol on April 3rd. And we hope everybody listening calls in and gets on a bus and takes, it's a pilgrimage. It is not going to be easy. So we go down to Springfield and we lobby. That's that. <laughs> That's your job. And we can take it or we can leave it. And uh, Speak Out Illinois, by the way, has a conference coming up on March 9th uh, at Drury Lane. And you can contact any of my guests or me uh, about the particulars.
This has been WSFI Spotlight. For more information on this or any other program, email info at wsfiradio.org.